Your videos suck. You think your videos are good, but they suck. <laughs> you know, they just do. The sooner you learn how to make good, great videos that people actually want to watch, the sooner you'll get views. Compared to like working with brands a couple of years ago, um, how has the process evolved in a more positive way working with brands? Have they become more empowering uh, of the content that you're creating? Well, they, they definitely are more like, hey, you know what you're doing. You don't have to fully read off this script. Like, here's the things we kind of want you to hit, but you have more freedom, which has been great. Um, but they also, the other thing is it's just like more and more brands are just entering the space, which has been cool because it used to just be like, you know, the same companies over and over again. I mean, you, you could list them better than me, but it's like, honey, sponsor a lot of people and like mm -hmm. these other ones. You could probably list like on your two hands, like the, the companies that were spending like big bucks and you would see like across all these YouTubers. And now it's just like, I don't know, we're getting hit from basically unlimited companies. It's really more who do you want to work with, you know, which is kind of cool. No, that's amazing. And it's amazing that it's finally happening. Um, there's 700 billion being spent on media annually. And a lot of that has obviously gone to more traditional media. Um, oh. But this creator economy is so much bigger um, than, you know, traditional media is today, like compared to like TV, like YouTube is I way I think the analogy you use all that time is like, Sponsoring a YouTube video is not the same as buying a commercial and like, we'll say hypothetically mm -hmm. the NFL because the NFL, Tom Brady isn't pausing the game, looking at the camera and going, drink this <laughs> soda. I love this soda. I highly advise you drink this soda for 30 seconds straight. No, you're getting an ad jammed in between a dozen other ads. Like, why, why did you buy that? When yeah. you could get equal, if not more viewership uh, for way cheaper on YouTube. And it's literally just a break in the video from the person that they you know feel a connection with of course the conversion is way higher well, I, yeah it's unfathomable and, and and that's one of those things that avoid the 90 percent of people that skip ads and you know the 50 percent of people that have an ad blocker and, mm -hmm. and 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 you're actually making art you're empowering art to be created which you know i think is just you know it's i'd say it's the only form of you know collaborating with artists or content creators or advertising where the brand, the creator, and the audience are all happy with the end result if you do it the right way, where everyone reaches a consensus and everyone feels empowered, and then you're going to get higher conversions and higher viewership as a result of it. Exactly. And on top of that, you know, if they use that money to make the content even better, which they should, then it's just like a triple win-win. Oh, for sure. Well, I, I think we're going to be seeing that $700 billion shifting over drastically in the next couple of years. I think it's already organically happening, where you have limitless... Um, brands are already knocking on your door. Um, that's just yeah. going to be, you know, the, the new normal. And brands are trying to figure out now how do they change their processes? How do they navigate, you know, working with, you know, hurting, let's say, creators or cats at scale? Because it is a different process. It can. Or be you can just sponsor me. Just, just throw your budget <laughs> at me. I'll take it. <laughs> just, uh, Mr. Beast can take on all the brand. <laughs> I mean, just sponsor Mr. Beast, Mr. Beast Gaming, Beast Reacts. There you go. Yep. Just save your budget. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> well, no. so right now, as 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 this um, episode streams and is going to be streaming for Creator Day on, on the TubeBuddy channel as well, you know, we've seen a huge amount of growth on TubeBuddy. Where when we first acquired TubeBuddy, there there was a, a little over five million users, and now there's over ten million users in just a year and a half wow. years. Um, a lot of these creators are starting to just start their careers. I'm, I'm assuming some are going to be growing up on YouTube like you did, um, yep. um, you know, with, with your career as a creator. Um, 
What advice would you give yourself, let's say, seven years ago when you were starting out that could potentially help these millions of um, you're gonna have to guide me in a direction because I could I could give infinite advice is the answer. Um, I mean, I don't even know. Well, what are I like the top two things that just come to mind that you wish you would have known seven years? ago? Your videos suck. You think your videos are good, but they suck. <laughs> you know, they just do. The sooner you learn how to make good, great videos that people actually want to watch, the sooner you'll get views. I think is the biggest takeaway because like when I was 14, I thought my videos were the best in the world. They weren't. They're were terrible. Many people are making way better videos than me, but I didn't think that. And I think you know to be successful, you kind of have a, have to have a little bit of that ego where you're like, you know, my content's great, and you got to believe in it. But also like, if you have sub a thousand subscribers, like there's a good probability your videos just suck. They just do. And you need to make hundreds of videos or a hundred videos. I don't know. It depends on the difficulty of your videos. Improve something every time and just like get to the point where they don't. Because like I I very rarely like see someone. Sorry, there's a fly in here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's like making great level videos consistently time and time again, year in, year out. Um, and they don't take off. Like it's very rare. Like usually, I don't know, like the videos are just boring or the ideas are repetitive or it's something we've seen before. But like. I don't know, like name one person who's doing original ideas, giving it his all, like they're very well edited, great story, great retention, great pacing, you know, boom, 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 consistently week after week for two years that didn't blow up. Like, I don't know, in my opinion, it's pretty hard to find, you know? Um, and so just that, you know, like when you make the, when you make good content, you'll blow up. It's, you, it's not the algorithm, it's not anything. It's just like most me and most people who are in my position you just make terrible videos and that's that's okay because you got to make a bunch of videos and improve over time to be great like you don't just pick up a baseball and become an mlb level uh, athlete within a year you know it takes many 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 years and youtube's kind of the same way unless you're just like someone like emma chamberlain or or liza or these other people that just have phenomenal personalities and like then it's a little bit easier but for those of us who don't have the best personalities <laughs> it takes I a while to develop that, that stuff yeah. Creative disruption, you know, has had a hard go and how, how fast it's growing. But I'm I'm just leaning on my personality because I think, you know, me as a spring chicken, I'm doing a lot of good. Let me, let me see. Creative disruption. No, no, no. Why no. are you guys only on 13K subscribers? What are you doing? No, bro, you got you had Hacksmith on here and it got 150 million or no, 150 views. Jeez. Bro, what are you? You have Brett Rivera, 600 views. Bro, Zach King 2000. Bro, we got to work on your strategy. <laughs> I think this. I think the thing that, that's falling short that both Daryl and I agreed on is that we never upload. Yeah, it's been like four months without one. I'm, I'm thankful True. that you've agreed to be my personal coach in growing this channel. You, you have as much accountability as me. <laughs> and, and so I guess, you know, my, my, my question um, for you, the, the process will be refined over time um, as mm -hmm. you keep optimizing and and getting more and more aware of like, know how how things must improve what are you doing when, when you look at data like how, how does you know looking at the data come into all of this like is there of course. any personal advice that you have uh, for wouldn't for be a person? ricky talk if data wasn't brought up um <laughs> this guy's the biggest youtube data nerd i've ever met um so like how am i using it to make educated decisions yeah um i mean you got the obvious stuff like just but see, I feel bad because I feel like anyone who's listening to this podcast and it's so niche already knows retention, study the retention chart and fix it. And so honestly, I upload a video, I check the retention. I'm like, okay, how could I have done this better? And then I'm like, all right, it's the thumbnail as good as possible. Check the CTR. And besides that, that's mostly it. I mean, 
you can go infinitely more in depth, but you know, for me, that's those are really the only two things that this fly won't go away. I, I, oh, I got it. Um, I need to just determine whether or not a video is good. It's like, did people click it and did they watch it? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and, and but like when it comes to retention, um, that's obviously really important because I mean oh, that, gosh. You know, that's where you get. Are you going to open the can of worms? How can you get better retention? Yes. Please. Okay. Um, well, that's where, I don't know, man. You, I could tell you a million things. You can go down. Uh, there's another fly, apparently. Uh, infinite rabbit holes. Um, I mean, you know, the everyone knows the basics. You hook people at the beginning. But I, we really should drill this home because, like, if you look at any of your retention charts on any videos, you're losing like 30% of your viewers in the first 30 seconds. And then hopefully if your videos don't suck, they level off. But like, imagine if you only lost 15% of those viewers or 10%, you know, like the doing the number one thing is like retaining as many people as possible at the start. Cause I like envision a chart where you lose 35% of your viewers in the first 30 seconds. And then envision one where you only lose 20%. That's 15% more people that are watching, you know, throughout the video than not and it's not like you made the whole video like uh a bunch better you just had a more strategic intro that hooked them and i'm struggling to put this into words and like to really impose how important that is but like that 15 percent difference in viewership really does make the difference between hypothetically like 2 million views on a video and like 10 in my head um and so yeah like hook the heck out of people you know assure them what they clicked on is a clickbait get right into it and over deliver those are kind of the big things no, no, that, that, thank you for sharing that. No, it's interesting. That's very consistent with, um, you know, our head of research in AI. Um, you know, they've been, that team has been focusing on retention models, on figuring out, okay, how do you increase a view-through rate, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And um, they said that the first 10 seconds is extremely important on yep. getting more people to watch the entire video. Uh, when did the light bulb come off, like, like come, turn on, where, where you realize, okay, like in order to retain people, we need to do X, Y, and Z. Um, was there is oh, there an inflection point, you know, in your career? No, where... it was very, very gradual. You know, I've been doing this for ten years, so I couldn't tell you if it was year five or year eight. But somewhere along the way, I realized it, and then we've just been honing it and honing it for the last, you know, more hardcore the last like four or five years. And it's just like it's the thing. Like that's the beauty of YouTube is there's no such thing as perfection. You can always learn. You can always improve. Your videos can always be better. Even here, where we're spending three to four million dollars on some videos, and I have giant teams, and I've ten years in researching this, and I have no life, and um, <laughs> I still like learn stuff all the time. You know, when I talk to my YouTube friends, they'll teach me things. Like even little things, like you know, having more. Having better lighting at the beginning is, mm -hmm. is better for retention, right? Like this guy, one of my friends, he went through and he mapped out all his intros where it was like darker, uh, like kind of dark, like he would film in a closet or like somewhere mm. where there wasn't as good lighting and compared him to videos where he had just phenomenal lighting, very evenly lit skin and bright. And the ones with better lighting, there was a clear correlation that had less viewer drop off. And that makes a lot of sense. Not everyone's phones all, all turned all the way up or, you know, everyone has perfect vision or it's like fully mm -hmm. paying attention. And like the brighter colors just do grab you and grab your attention. It's easier to see, blah, blah, blah. Um, and like, that's something like, I what? I'm just going to wake up one day and be like, you know what? We're going to compare the brightness of or the retention <laughs> on our videos with intros that have dark intros to our videos with bright. It's like, no, like that's not something I would have thought of, but it's like, that's, you know, I'm always learning things because I just surround myself with freaking natures that just study the dumbest stuff and they just always teach me things, you know? <laughs> um, and so anyways, that's, that's kind of the beauty of YouTube is there's like, there is no end game. It's like, 
you know, I'm about to hit 100 million subscribers. I'm, I'm, I feel like we're just getting started. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's going to be like more iterations people, that come. Yeah, most people would think like, oh, 100 million is the goal, the end point. You know, like I think one day people have a billion subscribers. And mm-hmm. even then, whoever hits a billion first, their videos could still be way better because there's no such thing as a perfect video. And that's kind of the beauty of it.